You're listening to the Outdoors Is My Therapy podcast, where our mission is to help you live your best life by connecting you with the outdoors. Hi there, I'm Catherine Walton, and today's episode is all about getting motivated to exercise. Motivation is a trap that so many people fall into and can really have a lot of difficulty getting out of. If you've ever said, I know I should exercise, but I just don't feel motivated, then this is the episode for you. But first of all, I'm starting off with a quote from a very popular movie, and I wonder if you can guess which movie it is. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. They just don't. So stay tuned to the end of this episode where I'm going to tell you which movie that quote came from. There is a gap between knowing what's good for us and actually doing it. We can let excuses become blocks or obstacles to our own health care. It's it's like a self-sabotage. And when we depend on motivation, we are setting ourselves up for failure because motivation is a fickle feeling and you really shouldn't rely on it. It's a bit like a part-time friend. Sometimes it's there, but when you need it, sometimes it's not. So if you can't rely on motivation to get going with exercise or to keep yourself on the right track, then what is going to help you? Honestly, you need to get really brutally honest with yourself. You've got to examine your values, your priorities and the choices that you're making. If health really truly is one of your values, then you'll make sure that it is your priority. You'll make time and you'll do some problem solving to get past the obstacles and you'll take the actions that you need. For example, if you've got a choice between going outside and doing some exercise and doing something else, such as maybe staying in bed for a bit longer or watching TV or scrolling through social media, which is quite addictive, then right at that point in time, you have the opportunity to prioritise what's most important to you. So where does exercise rank on your actual list of priorities? not your theoretical list of priorities. You need to be committed to your priority list. It's your commitment to those priorities and not motivation that's going to get you to take the actions that you need. So you need to keep your values right at the centre of everything that you do, including exercise. Your values, for example, if you really value health, That's your why. That's what keeps you committed to taking the actions that you need to. Whenever you have a choice about how you spend your time and how you spend your energy. So here are some tips for helping you to stay committed to your exercise. First of all, self-talk is incredibly important. This is basically how you talk to yourself the stories that you tell yourself about exercise, about getting outside, about your health, about whatever else is important to you. Your self-talk might be something like, oh, exercise is really good for me, but it's also really good for the people around me. 
I want to be a role model to my children, to my friends, to my family, to my neighbours, to my community. So that's self-talk. Having a routine is also really important. So you need to find the best time and the best space and the best activity for you to do. It has to be likeable. It has to be doable. And you have to be able to create a habit from it. You also will find it really helpful to stay committed to your exercise program if you find a tribe who also enjoy doing similar things to you. So that could be being part of a group, being part of a club, but it also could be simply surrounding yourself with other people who value exercise generally, maybe not the same kind of exercise as you, but they value health and they value well-being. You'll find a tribe of people over on the Outdoors Is My Therapy Facebook group as well. Having an exercise buddy can help you to stay accountable to your exercise plan. And so too can if you schedule your exercise into your diary and let others know that this is what you're going to be doing. In fact, this is what you do. This is who you are. You stay accountable to other people. You stay accountable to yourself and you stay accountable to your diary. It's also really helpful to get organised ahead of time. So for myself, I like to get my clothes, my gear, whatever I need for my exercise, whatever I'm going to do the next day, I like to get that ready the night before and have it, have it all ready so I don't really even have to think about it the next day. Some people find that paying ahead for their exercise program is really helpful to keep them motivated, to keep that momentum going. If you've got some financial accountability, you've made a financial investment in a group or a club or a training program of some kind. It can be a bit disheartening when we feel like we don't live up to our expectations. So watching out for, you know, are you setting yourself up to fail? Are you setting your expectations too high? Or you are you being really black and white with your thinking, with your exercise? Remember that doing something is better than doing nothing. You can also reward yourself when you are being consistent, but be careful what reward you choose because you don't want to sabotage your efforts. So don't reward yourself you know, with junk food, um, but reward yourself with something that's consistent with your health values. So it could be some new kit, some new gear for your exercise program, whatever it is that you like to do, or it could be even rewarding yourself with a leisurely walk around the park or around the um, national park or, or having a picnic, something like that. You could also journal your commitment and your progress. You can use a calendar or an exercise journal or a chart that helps you to track when you're exercising, how much you're exercising, how hard you're exercising, what different types of exercise you're engaging in, and also your level of enjoyment and the benefits that you feel when you do exercise. If technology is your friend, 
then you might like to, instead of recording that using pen and paper, you might like to record your efforts in an electronic program of some kind. Some people like to do this on some apps. There are some popular apps around that people will use to record their level of intensity of exercise and how long they're exercising. And some people like to share that and they find that really motivating and helps them to stick to their commitment that they've made. But if you have a go at that and you find yourself stressing over it or obsessing over it, then give it the flick. If you're finding yourself feeling a bit bored, maybe you're not feeling as motivated or as committed to your exercise program as you used to be, perhaps your body has been adapting to the exercise you've done and it's time for something new. You could go and see a personal trainer to get a new plan or an exercise physiologist. You could mix your exercise up. So do a bit of indoor exercise and a bit of outdoor exercise, maybe a bit of swimming and a bit of walking Whatever you like to do, you know, have a go at something different. Maybe join a class if you don't normally join a class. You could also have a break from the intensity of your exercise. So if you've been working really, really hard, it might be time to back off a little bit. Or if you've been having a pretty cruisy time, maybe it's time to build in some higher intensity exercise or to switch over to something really functional and practical. So if you've got some heavy jobs that need to be done around the house, like washing down the house or building fences or building a new garden, don't forget they're all wonderful ways to get your body moving and building up your strength. Your attitude to exercise is really, really important. So I'd suggest focusing on what it is that's really important to you, using that example of health, if health is at the core of why you want to exercise, focusing on your health journey, your health progress, rather than looking for numbers in a weight loss focus or focusing on what it is that you're not so good at. Indoor exercise can be a really fabulous complement to your outdoor exercise or however it is that you enjoy spending your time outdoors. Last year, I found that my exercise program wasn't working quite so well for me as the year progressed through severe drought. We had some terrible bushfires around. Outside was terribly hot and Apart from dry, we had a plague of ticks. There were lots of flies and not so many mosquitoes because there wasn't a real lot of water lying around. But it was pretty difficult to motivate myself to get outside every day. And then towards the end of the year, I found myself unwell. I had a bout of shingles and for a couple of months found it really, really difficult. I was very, very tired. So I actually switched my exercise up. I'd always been the kind of person who wanted to do all my exercise outdoors if I possibly could, but because of all those barriers to exercising outdoors, topped off by not feeling so well and feeling very fatigued, I actually joined a gym and got some support to work on a progressive strength building program indoors, out of the heat, 
away from the ticks, away from the bushfire smoke and away from the really, really dry environment and gradually built up my strength at the gym so that when I got outside on the weekends, I really enjoyed my time bushwalking and mountain biking so much more than what I had been. You can also try breaking your exercise up into segments or sets. So instead of thinking about, oh my goodness, I've got to put in an hour of exercise today or I've got this huge hill on this bushwalk that I've got to climb and it just feels too hard, break it up into sections. Think about the next 10 minutes or think about just I'm going to get to that next corner or I'm going to get to that next big tree um, so that instead of focusing on the whole big journey, you're just focusing on little sections at a time. Having a fitness goal and having a plan to go with that goal can be really helpful as well. And and by breaking it up once again into little steps, you're much more likely to achieve that fitness goal. Now, a lot of people ask, what is the best type of exercise? And as far as your mental health goes, the best type of exercise is the one that you enjoy the most. So don't worry about what others think. If there's a kind of activity, you know, maybe it's dancing around your garden, don't worry about what others think. Go and do it. You can also focus on something enjoyable in your experience something pleasurable. So if if you're struggling with your exercise today or any day and it you know you, you feel hot, you feel sweaty, you feel sore, you feel distracted, you don't really want to be there, bring your focus to something that you are enjoying about being out there. It could be a little flower or the feel of the breeze on your skin or the feeling of your muscles working hard. You can also sign up for a community challenge, like a charity fundraiser, or there are plenty of online challenges that are going all the time too. These can all help us to stay committed and to stay motivated. Injuries can get in the way of staying committed and staying motivated. So I do suggest that if you feel any discomfort, if you've got any concerns at all, Get some help from the experts before it progresses too far. So get in early and get some help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. It's important to be firm but gentle with yourself when it comes to exercise. So if you're feeling a bit tired, maybe you're a bit bored with your exercise, maybe you're just not quite feeling like getting out there and doing it today, Do you need to give yourself that extra push to get out there and get active? Because you know that exercise gives you energy. It helps you to sleep better and it improves your attention as well. Or are you really carrying some extra burdens of stress within your body through the week? You know, are you really fatigued? Do you need to back off from your exercise, maybe have a rest day or just do some gentle exercise today. So being firm, but being gentle. I also love the idea of using visual reminders about your commitment to exercise to help you with your motivation. So you can put little reminders using words, images, pictures, 
up, you know, you can stick that to your bathroom mirror, to your computer monitor, around your office, on your fridge. You can create, if you, once again, if technology is your friend, you can create a wallpaper or a background for your digital devices. So basically the lesson here in today's episode is don't wait to get motivated to exercise. You need to stay committed. Work out why it is that you want to exercise. These are your values and these are your priorities. Be intentional and take deliberate action so that you can savour the benefits of exercise when you do it. You need to, you really do need to let go of that attachment to the idea of motivation because like I said before, motivation is a fickle feeling. It's a bit like a part-time friend. So think commitment and think priorities instead. So you'd all be aware that sports and exercise coaching and training, that can be really helpful for people who are wanting to improve their health and fitness and their skills in a particular sport or a particular activity. And you can see an exercise physiologist, a personal trainer, or all sorts of sports instructors to do that, to help you with the physical side of exercise. They can also help you with motivation and commitment if you're struggling somewhat. But if you find that you've got a health goal, if you've got a fitness goal, if there's still something blocking you, something that's getting in your way of getting out there and being really consistent and intentional with your exercise, perhaps some personal coaching might be the answer for you. Personal coaching helps you with one-on-one support It taps into your values and your priority and it helps you to take that really intentional or deliberate action to overcome some of those messy barriers and obstacles and problems that inevitably get in the way from time to time. So you stay committed and you stay accountable for your exercise. If personal coaching is something that interests you, that you think it might be helpful for you, contact me to discuss my personal coaching programs to see if they are a good fit for you. I'll leave the link in the show notes. And now back to that question that I asked at the beginning of the episode. Which popular movie is famous for the quote, exercise gives you endorphins, endorphins make you happy. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands, they just don't. Did you get the answer? That's a quote by Reese Witherspoon, who was playing the character of Elle Woods in the 2001 movie Legally Blonde. So there ends our episode today. And remember, commitment, not motivation, will get you enjoying the benefits of exercise and a happier mood. The Outdoors Is My Therapy podcast takes you on a journey of discovery, learning how you can live your best life by connecting with the outdoors. We guide you through a maze of wellness information and we give you the evidence-based and practical strategies to improve your health, your happiness and your well-being when you spend time in nature and the great outdoors. I'm your host, Catherine Walton. It's been a pleasure being here talking with you today.
I'm an accredited mental health social worker. I'm a bushwalking guide, a mountain bike instructor, and most of all, I'm a family-focused outdoors adventurer, and I love to share knowledge, strategies, tips, and hints with you through the podcast. You can find out more about Outdoors Is My Therapy over on my website, www.katherinewalton.com.au. That's www.k-a-t-h-r-y-n-w-a-l-t-o-n.com.au.